enterprise continues Stop letting people talk you out of your power. How do we build a movement that allows us to respond to all the names that people don't know? People begin to think it's isolated. That's the problem. We're not angry enough. This is Life After the Impact, a podcast for impacted families by impacted families that focuses on what happens after the media, the lawyers, and the activists are gone. When the cameras are gone, people leave. We have to be there for each other. Impacted families are left to face the loss of a loved one to police-sponsored violence. We will focus on their continued fight for justice and how you can get involved. I tell families, you know, fight. Everybody can do something that you don't have to sit home and feel helpless and hopeless. We gotta stop allowing people to talk about our power. That's the main thing. can't change overnight. But we got to start somewhere. I might as well go ahead and start here. We, didn't have- we often romanticize and misremember how many uh, actual faith leaders or black church leaders were involved in the civil rights movement. As a matter of fact, um, we must remember that Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and a lot of his comrades had to leave the National Baptist Convention and start the Progressive National Baptist Convention because they were deemed as being too involved in the fight for civil rights. Martin Luther King had to write a letter from the Birmingham jail and he was writing to the pastors and others in different cities saying, hey, you're moving too fast. When Martin Luther King went to certain parts of the Midwest like Chicago, he literally was ran out of town by the clergy there because they said, hey, you know, this is too much, too soon, too radical, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and or the leadership in our city, our own clergy leadership, don't need these outsiders coming in, you know, kicking up a lot of sand. So I just say that to just help remind us that this has been a long conversation, a long conversation of tension between pastors, between church members, and between community members who don't necessarily attend black churches but are asking and expecting the black church to show up and stand in solidarity on behalf of the liberation and freedom of black people um, who are dealing with, whether it's police violence, anti-black racism, all kinds of oppression, et cetera. Good evening. My name is Roxanne Johnson. My son's name is Jamal Bird. He was killed by DC Metropolitan Police, October 1st, 2019. I'm here this evening with my co-host. Hey, LaToya. Hey, y'all. Sorry, I was trying to plug my phone up. <laughs> my camera's like, ah. <laughs> you guys, hi. My name is LaToya Benton. I am the mother of Xavier Hill. Xavier was killed by two junior state officers um, January the 9th, 2021 at the tender age of 18. Tonight, we are joined by Mrs. Addie Ketchinson. Uh, am I saying the right, Mrs. Addie? No, it's Kitchen. Kitchen, I'm sorry, Kitchen. I'm sorry about Miss Addie. Go ahead and get a brief intro yourself, please. My name is Addie Kitchen. I am the grandmother of Stephen Taylor, who was murdered in San Leandro, California in Walmart by San Leandro PD, April the uh, 18th, 2020. Mm. Well, th- um, thank you for joining us this evening, 
Uh, Miss Addie, uh, tell us a little bit about what happened on that day. Uh, Stephen was unhoused at the time, and he had some mental issues. Plus, he's a drug addict. And he went into Walmart, uh, they say, and they said he tried to steal a tent and a bat. They told him, you know, put the bat, put it back, and he and I'm going to call the police. And he said he wasn't going anywhere to call the police. So that's what they did. By the time the police got there, they realized he had not stolen anything. Took the officer 40 seconds from the minute he walked in until he shot him dead in the chest. Tased him twice, shot him in the chest, and tased him again as he lay on the floor bleeding. Mm -hmm. uh, so as of right now, uh, the district attorney in Alameda, um, uh, D.A. O'Malley, pressed charges uh, on the officer, which had never happened since Oscar Grant. Oscar Grant was the only uh, person in Alameda County uh, that the officer was charged and convicted uh, in Alameda County. So it's been 14 years. Uh, so uh, O'Malley charged the officer with voluntary manslaughter. Uh, you know, they did the regular take him to jail, arrest him, fingerprint him, he bailed himself out. So right now, we finally got a trial date, April the 14th of 2024. It will be four years uh, since the murder of Stephen. So we're kind of, uh, we'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. What what are the what what was the police officer or officers was it one more than one police just officer? just one just one he didn't wait for his backup uh, there was no de escalation if you believe that uh, mm. I don't believe in de escalation I think it's a word that they have learned and they throw it around like a like a ball mm -hmm. uh, I've not the only time I've ever seen officers de escalate situations is if the uh, suspect or the person they're trying to uh, arrest or whatever it is you want to call it, uh, they're white. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen a lot of de-escalations. I've done research. Uh, uh, the officer said the reason he shot Stephen because he was afraid for his life. Of course. Uh, he thought Stephen was going to bash his brains out. By the time that he didn't have his, his uh, body camera on. So people in the Walmart did all the, took all the pictures. And from the looking at the picture, Stephen had been tased twice and the, the bat was down on the floor. He was trying to hold himself up as the officer shot him. And I think that's what caused the DA to file charges. It was, I mean, Ray Charles could have seen that he didn't, hadn't threatened the officer. Right. Uh, so um, this is the first under the new assembly bill, AB 392, which came about because of Stephon Clark. And I'm sure you know Stephon Clark was murdered in his grandmother's backyard in Sacramento. He mm -hmm. had a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Officers don't know the difference between a cell phone and, and a gun. Uh, like yeah, so because of that, there's a new bill that came out about uh, officers using as less lethal uh, power uh, as possible. And the DA didn't feel that he had done that. He did not wait on his backup. He did all of this by himself. Mm -hmm. So right now we are in the process. Uh, it's been a long, long process uh, that we finally, hopefully going to get some justice. And I keep, you know, I, I tell people when I'm talking to them, um, 
I just want justice, whether the officer is convicted or not. The fact remains that the officer was charged. He was booked. He was uh, fingerprinted. He had to put up a bail. Uh, that's saying a lot for Alameda County. Mm -hmm. Um, so again, I put all of my faith and trust in God, whatever happens, it's God's will. Mm -hmm. And I have to learn to live with that. Mm -hmm. What was, what was the police charged with? Voluntary manslaughter. Voluntary manslaughter. Yeah. You know, they're not going to charge him with murder. Well, I mean, you know, he need to be charged with murder. Cause I was well, we, we know that every time they kill somebody, they need to be charged with murder. I mean, you know, you murdered somebody, voluntary, involuntary, first degree, or second degree, it's murder. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if I'd have shot somebody, they'd, they wouldn't have given me voluntary manslaughter, they'd have given me murder. Right. That's right. That's right. Do we have a, do we have a picture, uh, Mel, of, of Miss Addie's um, grandson that we can show the audience? Because we like to, when we're talking about uh, our loved ones that have been stolen from us, taken from us. Was. That's Stephen and his son Samarion. All right. Yeah. Cute. Yes. Samarion is now 14. Wow. When his father, yeah. When his father was murdered, he was 11. Wow. And, um, mm, 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 mm. Uh, so, you know, we, this, one of the things is this show, this uh, podcast is about is uh action and we like to we like to have actionable items when we have families on to talk about how can we help you as a community um this is a movement is is, is and we are a community that are bound together by our common you know pain but we mm -hmm. want to use our pain to push us in a purposeful way how how can we help you um uh in this upcoming trial um, we, you know, I, we do have a small organization called Justice for Stephen Taylor, and uh, uh, there are other organizations here in the Bay Area, the Anti-Police Terrorist Project. Uh, we have, uh, there's other uh, families that have been caught in the same situation, and they all have their own uh, organizations, and we try and support each other. Uh, Sean Monterosa, he was Uh oh, you went on mute. Uh, have an organization, uh, Eric Salgado. Uh, the organization that they are under it's called Courage. They have supported us. Um, uh, there's just so many of them, and so we try and support each other. Uh, I would love for you to come out and show up in the courtroom. Um, we're hoping that uh, uh, that will happen is that we will have families that come in uh, in the court and let the judge see that I'm not by myself. Yeah, there are right. so many families right here in between in, between Los Angeles, between uh, San Francisco and Sacramento, uh, families that are all uh, doing the best they can to get justice. And so uh, I'm hoping that um, we will have uh, families that come in and just support. And so far, we've been fairly lucky that people have supported us. So uh, we have our next uh, meeting, our Justice for Stephen Taylor meeting. And so the thing that I'm going to ask is if people show up, I'd like them to wear 
T-shirts honoring their ones, their loved ones that have been murdered by law enforcement. I don't know whether I can do that or not. I was telling a lady that yesterday, her son was murdered in Stockton. And I said, what I was hoping is that people that do show up wear their T-shirts. So I'm going to have to ask the district attorney or the uh, advocate if we can do that. I don't want people to get in trouble. I don't want them to get put out. Uh, we've had issues with the uh, sheriff's department uh, in Alameda. Uh, so we shall see what we're going to see. So uh, I don't know if you have any uh, members here in the Bay Area. Uh, but if so, if they want to show up and support us at the courthouse, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, we have people who, who are a part of this podcast family who have lost loved ones all throughout the country. And mm -hmm. so we have um, people who are on the West Coast who mm -hmm. may um, be in the, in the area, Northern California area. Um, they need to show up to the court when again? Uh, we have a, um, our, our jury trial starts April the 15th at okay. nine o'clock at the courthouse in Oakland at the, it's the um, Renee Davidson courthouse on uh, 12th and Fallon down by Lake Merritt. Okay, okay. I think yeah. a lot of times, uh, I wanna to touch on this real fast too, how you said, you know, that you're not alone. Um, people have to, we say this each week, like Roxanne just said, you know, Oftentimes, when Canadians go to court and they show up to court by themselves, people think it's an isolated incident, and it's not. Um, it happens all the time throughout the United States. But when we show up to court by ourselves, it gives a judge and gives everyone the impression that, oh, okay, only this family cares about what's going on, not the community. So again, community, you guys heard her say, what day the court date is on, and she's asking for court support. Even if you're not in California area, if you know organizations who are in that area outside of what they already got going on, tell your friends about it. Tell your friends about Stephen's case. You know that way she can get the court support she needs, not just for Mrs. Addie's case, but for Eddie. Well, we have to begin building a culture of support. Um, we got to go back to. I know when I grew up as a kid, we talk about. I think Miss Miss. I think about that Miss Addie. She was the one who said this about. Uh, we're talking about. Bar and sugar. Remember that the other day, Miss Eddie? Uh, someone that the other day? The community What's it stuff, Bar right? Sugar. You, you, sugar. I, was, I wasn't old enough to remember about borrowing sugar or something like oh, that. Oh, borrowing sugar, going from one person's house to borrow sugar or flour <laughs> or egg or butter or whatever. That was what happened in our community. We helped out each other. Yeah. That's right. We don't do that anymore. Right. right. And oh, that's sad. We got I've, lived, yeah, I've lived here for two years, and I don't know my neighbor on my left side. And I live in a in a condo, so we're right almost, you know, in an apartment complex sort of thing. I don't know him. I've only seen him a couple of times. Uh, so we we just, I think what happened is people are now just trying to live their lives and you know, I don't want to get involved, but you are involved because your skin color makes you involved. Mm -hmm. Right. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And um, we had an organizer on, uh, was that last week or a week before? And one of the things she was saying is of the importance of uh, building, building, um, organizing and, and, and part of building organizing is building relationships. 
And mm-hmm. part of the relationship is being in community with other like-minded people. Exactly. Um, you know, it's not like we don't know how to, we just maybe forgot. And so we have to use our memories and talk to our, our elders and remember how to be community and build because mm-hmm. that's what it's going to take to uh, make a system to uh, break down this and tear down this, this terrible racist system that, um, you know, targets um, people of color. Now, the, now, that's not the only people that get killed, but that's the majority of the people that get killed. Exactly, exactly. I was, I picked, I saw something, I think I made a copy of it, that 2023 was the worst uh, year for murders uh, through law enforcement. I think it's like 1,200 and some people in 2023, mostly black and brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the percentage of them did not have weapons. Uh, a lot of them had mental issues. And being a mentally ill should not be a death sentence, but it has become one. Yeah, yeah. And that is so sad. And I, I think we caught, I, I talked to you the other day mm-hmm. and I was saying as long as there are so many different organizations around the country, if there was any way possible, everybody could get together with one goal in mind. And that goal is to stop law enforcement from treating us like slaves. That's where this all started, is chasing slaves with the dogs and cutting their fingers off, hands off, and shooting them because they didn't comply fast enough for them. Miss Addy, even when I talk about, um, just to uh, touch back on what you said again, so in 2023, the exact number was 1,346 people that were killed by police in 2023. And exactly. thus, yeah. far, thus far for 2024 so far, it's been 56 people so far already this year been killed by the police already. Right, um, right. Go back to what you're saying about the slave catchers, right? I was, uh, was on about the KKK Act as far as the Coolest Klan Act, right? If people just read about the KKK Act and what that act entails, and then you go uh, compare it to uh, the terms of qualified immunity, it's the exact same thing. They change the verbiage out, but the goal for them is the exact same thing. There is no difference. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. And it, and you know, this country is one of the most violent countries in the world. Yeah. Um, I can say that without, you know, without reservation because this country was created in violence. Mm-hmm. Stole land from people that was already here, our indigenous people. I'm sitting on a stolen land right now. So am I. And then you and then you imported stolen people to work <laughs> with our ancestors. Since we since we in Black History Month, but Black History <laughs> Let's let's go down the road. Let's let's remember the record. You exactly. stole the land, then you stole right. people to work the land. And then in order to keep those people from uh revolting on you like they wanted to, you had to use uh violence. Exactly. Violence begins violence. violence. And violence begins violence. And we wonder why our children are violent. We wonder why we have uh, children shooting guns and, 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 and mass shootings. It's because they learn violence because of where they're the origin. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we had a 10-year-old in Sacramento. Uh, his father sent him out to the car to get some cigarettes, and there was a loaded gun in the car. 
Ooh. and how this 10-year-old was so angry with another 10-year-old and shot him to death. I, I could I can't get I can't wrap my hand around that. 10 years old. Mm -hmm. What what's happening to our country? What's happening to us as people? Yeah. We have 10-year-olds killing 10-year-olds, and we have seven-year-olds that get bullied so bad they commit suicide. I met this lady and I can't remember her name, but she's a part of uh color of change, I believe. Her seven-year-old was bullied so bad at school. Seven years old, committed suicide. His own life. Took his own life. But, it, but it's, his... it's, it's systemic of the environment. Where, you know, you're, yeah. you're, uh, you're a product of the environment, nature and nurture. And so right. back to uh, these murderous police, because we live in an environment where we're not seen as human beings, Right. So when you see us, you're fearful of your life and you give that standard line. I guess you get it with your you get a, a some lines to use with your union card. Right? <laughs> exactly. But we, we about to tear all of this down. We about to tear it all down. Because this has got to stop. They have got to stop killing our loved ones. No, they right? haven't. And I don't I I don't I you know that's my everyday is what can I say? What can I think? What can I do to yeah. figure out how to get the message across that we are no longer slaves? You don't have the right to kill me. Mm -hmm. I pay your salary. I pay you to murder me. That part, that part right there. I'm paying you to mistreat me. No. I'm paying you to abuse me. I'm paying exactly. you. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. So uh, we get that same that, that same fire that Ms. Eddie has right now, the same fire that we have right now, until the community catches on that same fire, whatever happened to happen directly to them. Um, people like to say a little smart comment of, well, you wasn't concerned until your son got killed. And then in the night, I spend all the time. If you didn't, okay, let's say you didn't have kids. Let's say you were feeling good today, right? You get sick tomorrow. Uh -huh. You go to the doctor. Doctor said you got cancer. Your concern then is that cancer you have, right? This uh -huh. is the exact when something is brought to your attention, you don't then say, oh, it doesn't matter when you're brought to the attention. It's now to the forefront of whatnot. So now we're going to stick here with it. So now it's like, like you said, Ms. Addy, how do we get the community to catch on to this fire and have the same passion about what is going on? The same way they gossip when Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. Everybody talked about it, right? Everybody talked about it. Am I right? Yeah, you like, know, like, girl, you hit the nail on the head. You know? So how do we get that same passion? Why does it take, it has to say has to get killed first, right? For that passion to hit. So it's like, what do we need to get that same passion within the community? I don't know. You know, the thing that I've, I've noticed, uh, when George Floyd was murdered, the whole country, the whole world was Whoa. up in arms. Yeah. And then two months later, you couldn't find anybody that even knew George Floyd. Right. You can make people now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. What what happened? We're they're it, still killing people. Right. Yeah. Because people have attentions of a gnat. That's why Miss Addie. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I believe you know, that. We, that we're gonna watch a super and I, you know, no shade on people to watch the Super Bowl and football. We're gonna watch the Super Bowl this Sunday. Lest we forget. The people who are the owners of those of those NFL teams 
were the same people who censored their players to and, and did not allow them to peacefully protest. Now they want to put in racism in the infield. And on Sunday, they're going to have a, 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 a presentation where they uh, uh, where people who have lost their loved ones come on before a pregame show um, featuring some uh, people who have lost their loved ones. Now, I ain't got nothing against them putting the people who have lost their loved ones. Right. But what have y'all done, NFL? Yeah, right? you, you, you to get end the violence. The end of yeah, violence is being perpetrated. Kaepernick lost his job because he said enough wasn't enough. Yeah. yeah. But we, all of a sudden, you want to recognize people that y'all didn't pay the police to kill? Give me a, excuse me, give me a break. Oh, my God. Because our memories are so short. Yeah. And our desire yeah. to be entertained yeah. is so vast. Yeah. We go well, with I'm not, I'm not a football fan. When they did that to uh, Kaepernick and to the other brother that was with him, I, mm -hmm. I don't watch football. The hell with him. I watch basketball, but I'm not a football I fan. I am guilty of watching football, right? So so I do understand. I understand the connection of that, right? Mm -hmm. But I also understand, too, that like Roxanne was saying, too, you, you cannot, a lot of times... They, they take advantage of the opportunity, I feel like, to make money and market off of these things because then if they, if they really cared about who Kaepernick was, what he stood for, he'll be employing right now. Y'all blackballed him. The yeah. NFL blackballed him his job right now because of that. So yeah. we got to, I think, like you said, again, it goes back to they become pacified. You know, once it's, uh, the topic is not hot anymore, they ain't taking a knee no more or whatnot. Then it's like, oh, okay, we're not talking about that anymore. And then we're moving on, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah, I, I do watch football. I will say that. Uh, I mean, no shade. That, you know, uh, everybody I'm has trying, their Yeah, person. I'm trying to shame nobody. I said, that's, uh, that's my, my choice. Point. My, yeah. My choice. My, the greater purpose. Yeah, I don't mad. Yeah. I'm not mad at anybody. If that's what you like, more power to you. You do you because I'm going to do me and it's not football. So I'm not mad at you. You know, I, I love you. It don't but, matter. But, I love you. <laughs> but we need to hold those people accountable who exactly. perpetrate like they are like they about helping us, helping right. this 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 epidemic, but they not really doing it. They just cur curating us to uh get rating. Last year they had the hip hop uh halftime show. This year they got Usher because they know we'll put our eyeballs on it. And we Good. just gotta be smarter than that to realize that. Hey, unless you're trying to really be about this thing and, and holding them accountable, saying something like I'm saying something about it. I'm not going to be quiet. Yeah, well, see, what I don't. So how did they decide what families now, if they were really serious about this, mm -hmm. you would send everybody in America that lost their loved ones to the law enforcement. Everybody should have been there, whether I said anything or not. <laughs> Right. Now, I should have been there. You should have been there. I should have had my grandson's T-shirt on. You should have had your son's T-shirt on. Get a mask, hat, everything with his name and face on if you really wanted to do really something. about that life. But see, yeah. see, because nobody holds them accountable. See, it, again, <laughs> it's nobody holding them accountable. So they well, don't have to do it. They don't have to they can do this token these tokenism type things and we're happy with oh look what they did they did this little token mm -hmm. thing bull i need you to do the thing i need you to put your money with your mouth with your mouth exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, what, what i'd like to know is are they gonna bring out the the families that that got paid or are they gonna bring out the people that are still struggling 
Well, we 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 at home, so well, we I still at home. I didn't get invited. <laughs> I got no call from the NFL. I ain't get no call. But, I didn't get. <laughs> but 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 you know the bigger point is we need to hold people accountable. Exactly. Hold exactly. Accountable, starting with ourselves, you know. This whole idea of, well, you know, you didn't get into this until it happened to your child. Maybe, maybe not. But the right. point is, it's affecting our whole community. Exactly, so exactly. And I'm put on a, 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 have a mindset that if it happens to one of us, it's it going to happen to all yeah. of us. Yeah. And I'm guilty of that because I remember when uh, Oscar Grant was murdered on the BART station. And I probably am like so many other people is, oh my God, that is just absolutely horrible. I'm crying and slinging snot. And the next day I went on about my business. And then when it happened to me, I understood. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's the issue is that people don't understand. And so for me, I would like to be able to explain to folks because it didn't happen to you today. I pray that it never happens, mm -hmm. but you should be prepared because this don't wash off. No. No. And so we're all vulnerable because they are, they, they say, I was, I was afraid for my life. Well, mother, grab her. If you're that afraid, that ain't the job for you. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's all the time. And uh, no, not, none of us, none of this planned for this to happen to us. Right. Right. But it was, we can begin to better prepare for our future. People can be able to prepare for those things, right? You don't got to plan for it, but you can prepare for what may happen. If it exactly. does the steps and tools to take in order to fight for justice, right? So don't become right. like, oh, hey, I'm immune to it or not. Because you're not immune to it because it can happen to you too. And like Roxanne said again, we got to hold us accountable. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly. And you know what? And we cannot prepare our young folks for it either. But only thing we can do is tell them that they know you know your rights, mm -hmm. uh, exactly. and 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 try to remember who you are, where you are, and be prepared to act accordingly. Mm -hmm. And you know, and, and you know, white people that I know uh, didn't understand uh, when we talked about the talk; they thought we were talking about sex. No, trying to teach my grandsons. My my sons were fine. My grandson's trying to teach them how to survive this racist country. Mm -hmm. How to prepare yourself when the police stop you. Don't get into no shit and mat pitch and match with them. Call me. Let me go down there. I don't mind going to jail, but I don't want you to go to jail because you were speaking up for yourself. But Miss Addy, oh, I'm gonna say this though too. What about the ones who you got people who out here who they sit in the car and they do quote unquote everything right and they still get shot. You exactly. know? So, exactly. You're right. But yeah. the whole car thing, because my thing is this I'm going to say what I want to say. You know, I, I might not be in a good mood. They've been putting time where the police have pulled me over and I, I could be in a horrible mood and I might mean it towards them, but it might come out that way. Mm -hmm. Again, it's my job to do your job. Your job is to go ahead and figure out. I, I am the person that you, you know what I'm saying, pulling a little knot. So you figure that out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, again, it's like that culture mindset of like, well, we got to have to talk with our kids. Like you just said, you know, that's not fair to our kids. 
Mm-hmm. But, we, but, that, but that's what we've been doing. And I, I just really believe that we have to continue to, to teach or to let them know what their rights are when the police stop them, even though we know it ain't going to serve a purpose. But the point is, is they still need to know. That's right. I mean, you know, it's like when we have the talk about sex, you need to know about that, whether you have sex or you don't, you yeah. still need to know. That's yeah. right. And it's yeah. the same way teaching our young folks what their rights are, because, you know, the police going to stop you because you don't look like him mm-hmm. or, you, or you are in the car with somebody that looked like him, mm. but he's still trying to figure out what is that nigga doing to call them white folks? <laughs> Did he hold them up? Did he put a gun to them? Did he steal their car? You know, <laughs> all the crazy, stuff. all the crazy stuff. Right, right. And I, I, I think that uh, police violence and and police uh, state sponsored violence is the civil rights issue of the twenty first century. Right. So, you know, people who participated in the civil rights back in the sixties, not all of them were impacted by, by the violations but they, right. saw, they knew it was wrong and so they 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 sacrificed their some of them their lives exactly that we might have civil rights so i see police uh violence as a civil rights issue because it does not allow us to live in a free way we have to live with the you know with our eyes in the back of our heads and always being nervous to get pulled over for a traffic stop right and so we need to address this as a civil rights issue. So even if you never had anyone, and we wouldn't wish this on anybody. Exactly. Not, you need to realize that when freedom is uh, impacted or, or, or the lack of freedom from one person can mean that nobody has any freedom. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, 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 that's what I walk around when I'm home just, figuring out what, how, what do I do? How do I reach out to people and just have a conversation? Yeah. I think when people, when we talk to each other, we can come up with so many ideas. I don't know whether they were right, wrong ideas, or whether they'll even work with their ideas. Mm-hmm. And if we don't talk, then we don't, we, we don't come up with solutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, I would like to think that I don't have to worry about my, my, my grandson's children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that they're going to be okay, right. but I can't, I can't guarantee that. Yeah. 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 We want to live. We all want to live free. Exactly. Exactly. Period. Period. Yeah. Uh, and how do we get how do we get the powers that be, especially we have a lot of black politicians? Are they listening to us? Well, if they not, they need to be replaced. <laughs> well, I, I think part of that though goes with their asses out. The community gotta listen first, you know. We, we gotta yeah. get the community to listen first. That, that's the main thing. Like, you know, like you just or not because the community does not listen and they don't care about what's going on. Um their goal is so, you know, everybody, depending on what class you're in is what your focus might be on, whether it be the house, the car, education, whatever. So when it comes to like things as far as making change wise, they don't be, they're not focused on, you know, like what we're focused on until it happens to that person. So it's kind of, you know, again, 
it, like Ms. Addy just said, it begins with having the conversations within the community. Um, once we have those conversations, and be not you can't just have this one time, you know, because it's not a relationship. Mm -hmm. In order to have relationships, you got to have continuous conversations over and over again to build a community. So that's what it starts with building community again. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And like we always say, everybody can do something. Everybody can do something. Yes. No. Yes. Important. Voting ain't the only tool, but it's an important tool. Very voting important. Voting. Very. Holding your holding your vote, your elected officials accountant accountable. Yes. Whether yes. you see them or not, they still are representing you. Holding. And yeah. You have to hold them accountable. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, is hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. uh, we voted you in. That's what I told the. Uh, I think I told the attorney general that we voted you in and we can vote you out. Absolutely. Because right. when you when you yeah, when you run for four years, it gets good to you. We know you're gonna come back for another four. Absolutely. And guess what? I'm right here and I'm gonna vote. That's it. That's, that's right. it. So and I think that's that's one of the issues is that we need to make sure uh when we look at our politicians, what did you do for four years? Mm -hmm. And what did you what did you change? Uh, for 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 your constituents, uh, there's a lot of bills that go across their desk and they don't sign them. Uh, we had one bill here in California. They were trying to get them to stop using the dogs. I mean, if you want to use a dog to sniff out guns and ammunition and drugs, yes, but not put them on people. The bill didn't go anywhere, so they're going to try it again. You know, so there's just a lot that we just. You continue to work. You don't give up. You know, Wanda Johnson, Oscar Grant's mother, has worked for 14 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and she still continues to work. And I think this is a lifelong uh, journey. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, even if even if the officer is convicted that murdered Stephen, uh, there's still a lot of work to do. And because... Uh, the officer was convicted because his kids got money. I still need to continue to work. Yeah. Mm. To make sure somebody, yes, yeah, somebody's going to need a word from me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, that's the mindset that we got to have. We got to have that mindset of too often the families, they take the paycheck and they're like, oh, I, I got mine. I'm good to go. Um, right. I, or, you know, I, mine's not convicted. I'm like, mine's not convicted. What does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, unless the system changed for people behind you, then that's right. what happened, right? You got to still keep doing the work there for afterwards. So I think people, a lot of times people say, you know, well, let's move on. You can't move on. How do no. you move on? All of our needs still exist. If sovereignty still exists and those things will still affect everybody still today or whatnot, then you're still affected too. We can't move on. They're exactly. gonna have a different name behind the hashtag, but though with those rules that they just did against us, they're still the same. Until we they have haven't that changed. That's right. That's right. It's like when uh, George uh, Floyd, uh, when the officers were convicted of murdering George Floyd, I had people calling me, I had news people calling me, well, what do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? Right. So you so you convicted one or two officers. That's a drop. Go drop a pebble in the Pacific Ocean and see what kind of ripple you get. Right. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Until until y'all yeah. do right by every family, 
we gonna be having this. We gonna be talking about it. We gonna exactly. Be, we gonna be uh, fighting about it. We gonna be voting about it. We are going to turn this system out upside down and create a new one where everybody it, can get equal justice, like you all exactly. like, uh, like you claim that you do in the Constitution. But yeah, the, yeah. yeah, so we, so, uh, yeah. we are uh, about out of time. This <laughs> Well, we were I thank you guys it. so much. I have truly enjoyed this, and uh, I hope that I'll be invited again. Absolutely, yeah. always. Well, thank yeah. you so much, and I thank you for working this time out for me. Uh, thank you so much. I really, really have enjoyed this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. You come back, you guys. Before we wrap up, just keep in mind, Ms. Addis asked for support for Stevens' case coming up. The court date was put in the chat, but to follow up just one more time, the court date is going to be April the fourteenth at nine a.m. and the remaining no. uh -uh. April the fifteenth, April the fifteenth at nine o'clock. Uh, we do have a uh, uh, Instagram. It's Justice for Stephen Taylor. Uh, on Instagram, and I think the court date is on there, but it's April the 15th, 9 o'clock in Oakland at the uh, uh, Davidson Courthouse on at the lake, Lake Merritt. Okay, cool. So I had it, um, I edited just now in the chat for the okay. um, I'm sorry, you guys, because just keep in mind, we're looking for court support from Miss Addie, not just from Miss Addie's case, but for everyone's case, you guys, keep in mind, we cannot fight this by ourselves. Uh, we're not in the fight for it by ourselves. And it's not a one-day thing. It's not even, I like to say, too, it's not really a movement. This is a lifetime for us. Exactly. And today's change qualified immunity, today's change sovereign immunity. And keep in mind, too, that is not only to, um, qualified immunity doesn't only apply to police officers. It mm -hmm. applies to teachers as well, judges, lawyers, the prison <laughs> systems, all that. Y exactly. Like what it actually applies to and how it does affect you on a daily basis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And before well, again, I thank you guys so much. Make yeah. sure you send me an email for the next one. I will, Miss Addie. Thank you so much, Miss Addie. Well, right. thank you so much. And you guys have an amazing evening. And again, thank you for uh, allowing me to uh, run my mouth. And uh, uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed it so much. Uh, thank you. Uh, keep up the work and uh, can't stop, won't stop. No, nope. can't stop, won't stop. Thank you. This is all right. Have a good evening. Here we are, the birthplace of Dr. Martin Luther King, Cradle of the Silver, right? The blackest city in America, and, and pastors and, 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 and everybody, we, uh, all these stars and, 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 and all the entertainment and, and, and state reps and. It just it just hard to get support. It seems like it just some about their support voting right, they'll support everything, but when it comes to police brutality, they, they oh, bag they high. everybody high. They high when it comes to that. Yeah, they, yeah, they high. It's like so many of them sold they sold for a few pieces of seal. Come on now. Come yeah, on. and a lot of them allow themselves to be manipulated, controlled by the president power of the white supremacy. So you have pastors don't want to preach about it. They don't want to preach about uh, uh, police brutality. You have uh, people trying to sugarcoat it. Here we are, our ancestors sacrificed. Mm. They bled, they got hung, they got shot, they got raped. Every, every could, which kind they sacrificed. Even little Ruby Bridges, when she had to face what she faced. Mm. And, and, and we don't have them type of leader. We're leaders. We have the real leaders. 
Mm -hmm. And we got to just show the world. We got to show everybody. No, we, we're not. We fight for our love. We're not. We're not going to back down. And and the other thing that we have to remember is the most important, the powerful uh, movements have been from the ground up, not from the top down. Yeah, you're right. So at the top, they are. <laughs> you know, they comfortable. They they don't want to compromise their comfortability, right? So we're us on the ground. We the ones we've been waiting for. Everybody can do something that you don't have to sit home and feel helpless and hopeless. We gotta stop loud people from talking out of our power. That's the main thing. Can't change overnight, but we gotta start somewhere. Might as well go ahead and start here. We didn't.